Hello, everybody. In this episode that you're about to hear, it is a fantastic episode that I've been waiting two years to make, and I'm very excited for it to happen. But it looks like some of those crazy temple guards have come in and messed with some of the audio. So sometimes the audio will be a bit jumped before the person actually was talking while we were recording. So just wanted to give you that little warning. But hopefully you have an idol that can help uh, save you from those temple guards. And with all that being said, now let's move on to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 36. I really hate I started that. I just keep doing it. It just becomes a habit. I thought for a minute, and I just... It doesn't matter. <laughs> this week, we are hopping into Doc Brown's DeLorean once again for another theme park throwback episode. Where could we be going? We're going back to the days of double daring people. When you needed Clarissa to explain it all. When you would visit Gullah Gullah Island. When you felt that you were all that, or where you were just trying to figure it out, that's right. We're heading back to the days of Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios, Florida. See what I did mm-hmm. there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> iconic. It's so iconic. Um, I, but I do have just one question for both of you and listeners. Do, 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 do you have it? <laughs> 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 Got a reference. <laughs> Ah, good. I'm so glad. You have you you've been waiting two years to do that. that. I've been waiting two years to do that, and I was having such a hard time. I'm like, do I say that, or or do I ask what would you do? Because those were both great right. shows. Um, <laughs> 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 but speaking of that wonderful question, I know my two guests right now have the guts. Joining me on this last from the past is none other than the amazing Sean from Monorail Radio. Hey guys, thank you uh, so much for having me back. Happy to be back. Happy to uh, talk about Nickelodeon Studios. Thank you so much for being on. I am so excited to have you back. And then new to the show, we have Hello, Brittany. thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be a part of this. So hopefully my memories don't get all jumbled up in the process. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because I'm sure my words will get jumbled up in the process as they do. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being on here with me. Um, I am so excited to get to this episode. I, this is an episode I've been trying to make for two years. And it's because this is, I'm going to go ahead and say it before we even start. This is my favorite former attraction at, at any Florida theme park Disney, Universal, combined, or anywhere else. Uh, this is my favorite retired attraction um forgotten attraction whatever you want to say not forgotten um that's a bad (laughs) choice but uh former attraction of any park and i'm so so excited to talk about this episode and uh just so uh listeners if this is your first time joining us on a theme park throwback episode here's how it goes each one of us will go one at a time and we will tell about our memories of this wonderful attraction and all the fun we had experiencing it so I say it's time to jump right into it. Uh, Blue Skidoo, we can too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, Sean, why don't you start us off and tell us about your memories of Nickelodeon Studios. So the first time I was the actual, it was the only time I took the tour was in um, October of 1994. And uh, I remember arriving and seeing the Gak geyser and and it was just like this such an iconic um uh, visual because you had seen it on the outro for so many shows you know growing up in the late 80s and early 90s um and i just remember feeling like oh, I, 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 I have arrived like i am here um and uh seeing where they buried the time capsule and uh i remember it was it was hot as hell and and we were standing under these <laughs> we were standing under these white and red tents yep. and you're right okay and like i think yeah. they had i think they had ceiling fans but you can't ventilate nope. and this was not like this is like like not like a you nice ventilate right. outside. No. And this, this wasn't like a nice easy up tent this was like it basically a tarp uh-huh. with a frame so it was just a mm-hmm. sauna mm-hmm. but i remember as you were walking in they had um all of the shows that they had been producing there like they had them like framed in posters and it sort of lined the wall as you were walking in 
And uh, I remember the first thing they did was they showed you the soundboard and they started blasting the music from Clarissa Explains It All. And that, and that ended up being the, um, the uh, set that we saw when they took you... That, I'm sorry to interrupt you, that theme song will mm-hmm. never get out of my head. As soon as I hear that first, nah, nah, I can't. Mm-hmm. As soon as nah, I hear the nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'll never, it just doesn't leave me. Sorry. No, it's all good, and that that was the set that they were showing us. Um, but as so, so as I remember it, though, I think they had even told us that they were they were tearing that set down oh, wow. because because I think because that show had wrapped. That show ended in '94, so if I'm there in October of '94, the show has already had its run. And I want to say, if I remember correctly, and, and I could be wrong about this, but I want to say that they were replacing it with the set of My Brother and Me. Oh my goodness! Um, I, me too. I, oh yeah, great, totally underrated. Um, and I think that's what they were replacing it with. Um, but we walked through there, and uh, I remember being in the game lab, mm-hmm. and like the floor looked like it was out of Double Dare, um, and I just, I remember the games that they played. It was like a hoop game. You've seen it, like if you've attended any school dance or a bar or bat mitzvah, you've played this hula hoop <laughs> game. It's it really it is nothing special. It's just that you were doing it at Nickelodeon, where you know, everybody kind of forms a chain, and you have to like move through the hula hoop. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a good way of convincing you that you were really testing out games for yes. Double Dare or like Legends or Figure It Out or something. You're like, you're doing it. You're do-. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But it's the same game you played at like uh-huh. Vacation Bible School or, yeah. or your second grade Halloween party. Yeah, I'm sure that Nickelodeon is dying to put this quinceanera game in, in Double Dare <laughs> on national television. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, they did, and then um, and then the other game that they had us do, you, you, you were like, you had a laundry basket, and then you were putting laundry in there, and they kept calling, oh, this is for Double Dare, and I was like, I, listen, I grew up watching that. This is if this was what was on Double Dare, I would not have been watching Double Dare. But <laughs> you're like, you know, I don't think I think the point of Double Dare was to rip away in the, the laundry, basket. not put it in the basket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I remember they had the one kid that they had pre-chosen to, that was going to get slimed and there's this poor kid is sitting in a swimming pool waiting to get slimed and at first they throw like fake slime on the parents and then they hit the kid with confetti. And like, you know that the kid like waited his whole life to take the tour of Nickelodeon Studios, and while he was thrilled to be slimed, the most he got to do was sit there in the middle of the room in a swimming pool, just waiting to get slimed. He didn't get to do anything else. He or she didn't get to do anything else. See, they made it like such a thing of like, oh, you're mm-hmm. the one who gets to get slimed, and you, but you don't get to play the game. You don't get to see any of the fun stuff. You get to go get changed. I'm sure your parents uh-huh. had to sign some stuff. And then you got slimed, and I'm sure you had to go, like, shower and wash it out of your hair at Nickelodeon Studios, and then leave. Oh, yeah, there were waivers involved. There had to be. There had to be. And it made such a huge <laughs> deal about it, too. Like, oh, who's going to get slimed? And you're like, oh, I want to get slimed. And then you see the person that gets slimed, you're like, oh, never mind. I don't want to get slimed. Yeah, you did not want to. I feel like that was a really harsh reality for a lot of us. We're like, oh, I want to go get slimed on Nickelodeon. I want to get pride in the face. And you go, and you're like... Yeah. But I remember it lasted about an hour, but it felt like it lasted longer, and and not in a bad way. It's just like I think when you're a kid, you just take it in so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of all, th- I remember my grandmother hated it. <laughs> she was on vacation with, it, and she was like, "It was too loud." And my parents were like, "We took the kids to Nickelodeon Studios. What'd you think was going to happen?" <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's Nickelodeon. It's literally like she's like, yeah, it, she's like, you know how these two get loud at like four thirty in the afternoon when there's a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> like the like, just to like build off the, the loudness comment. Um, I actually uh, read part of a book that came out about like the history of the channel and stuff because uh, the channel has been around mm-hmm. since the seventies. I found out um, it was called Pinwheel or something, but. Uh, it was called Pinwheel, um, and uh, it turned into Nickelodeon in the in the like the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, but not it wasn't the Nickelodeon that we all knew until nineties uh, and two thousands or late eighties uh, through the nineties. In my case, in my case, yes, the late eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I found this thing about like it, it was it was Nickelodeon was so successful that they were sending out like business advice to other businesses um, that were geared toward children and there was like this checklist and one was like is this something like a kid would really enjoy are you treating kids as if they don't know things that's wrong like treat them like they're intelligent don't act like they're don't treat a kid like a kid treat them like an adult and let them but still act like a kid you know what I mean like it was this whole checklist of like respecting the views of children and I was like wow that's really interesting and so I think like with Nickelodeon being so wild and crazy it also did that at the same time which I just think is really an interesting thing that well I think I gotta find as obviously monorail radio is a Disney podcast but I would go so far as to say that I think um that in terms of having their finger on the pulse of what a kid wanted there were times where Nickelodeon did it better than Disney. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that that the you know this tour, there's no better example of it. But I'm sure we'll talk more about uh, the tour and we'll banter a little bit. But th- those are my memories from from October of '94. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Thank you Absolutely. So much for okay. <laughs> now we're gonna uh, slide all over. Slide oh my goodness! <laughs> this just took a turn. This took a a slight detour. Uh, God, please forgive me and <laughs> amen. Um, we're gonna slide on over to uh, Brittany and her movie. <laughs> That's so funny you say October '94 because I, if I got my dates right, I remember going summer of '94. It was my mom, myself, my grandmother, and my cousin at the time. I think I was like seven. I'm 33. So, <laughs> showing my age. Um, so, we went, you know, it was hot. You know, summer's really hot. You know, Florida's real nasty hot. So, we went to Universal, kind of hung out. And my cousin and I were like, oh, there's Nickelodeon Studios. Let's go see it. And my aunt was like, okay. So, we wandered on over. Did the tour. I kind of vaguely remember some of the tour. I remember seeing Clarissa set. I do remember seeing that. I remember seeing a lot of the, you know, famous Nickelodeon splats all over the walls and all that. I think they took us to the Gap Kitchen, too, that day. Yeah, there, there's videos on YouTube that show, like, bits and pieces of the tour and the Gap Kitchen, something that's usually in there. Yeah, I think we went. I, it's just weird because of all the things, that was the thing I hardly remember. I don't know why, but that's the thing I remember the least about it. See, and I don't remember other stuff. I remember that. So I remember they, they, cause I remember the smell. It smelled like, it had a distinct, like, apple saucy kind of smell. And I was like, huh. And my cousin, she was like three at the time. So she's over there, like, putting her fingers in her mouth because she, you know, three. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, she's like, <laughs> want to taste everything. And I'm like, no, you can't taste that. And she's like, licking stuff. I'm like, don't like that. She's going to be so embarrassed. I tell her that story now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She was going to be so embarrassed. But, oh, well, that's what, you know, we do. So I remember little bits and pieces of, like, the games and stuff. Some of the memories were kind of jumbled, like I said earlier. But I do remember, you know, it was very bright, very colorful, very loud. I do remember that part. It was very loud. And they did, you know, pump it up, say, hey, you might get to be on Double Dare. You might get to do this. You might get to do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be on, you know, Double Dare or Legends or whatever. And that obviously didn't happen. But they made it sound like, you're going to do it. You're going to be on the show. I'm like, yes. No, didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I wasn't the right fit. I was just a little too much for them. Um, They cast somebody else. But it's okay. It's okay. Okay, I tried. You know, I, I did the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not the next. Person, that's okay. <laughs> uh. And I do remember the shirts. They were like this orangey, or it was like a yellow, yellowish greenish color, and it had the Nickelodeon splat on the front. It was orange. Yep. I had those shirts forever mm-hmm. until I moved maybe three or four times ago, and I lost them. I'm so upset. I lost those shirts. Because we did a very sacrilegious thing and went to Disney in same shirts and met Mickey Mouse in those shirts. And I have a picture of us and meet Mickey Mouse in Nickelodeon shirts. 
<laughs> you know, somebody's gonna be like, I can't believe you went to a theme park right? in a theme park shirt. And if you are that person, shut but up. You know, I mean, it's it, <laughs> it's 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 not like you told him I prefer Bugs Bunny. Right? I mean, you, you didn't yeah. do anything that a thousand other kids didn't do that day. I don't know, I just get so annoyed when we're like, I can't believe you would do that, and I'm like. I wish I I say that you opened your mouth. I just wish you'd shut up. Because I have the picture somewhere, and I think it's like my it was like my Facebook cover or something. And it's the picture's hilarious because you know I'm smiling. My cousin she hated characters. She hated any sort of character. She was like uh uh-uh. uh. Didn't Santa Claus? She couldn't do. Mickey Mouse? She was okay with. George Jetson freaked her out because he was you know tall and had big hands and you know she was like uh uh-uh. uh. Hell no, I'm not no. <laughs> I feel like George oh, Jetson. She did not do characters, so the look on her face is priceless. But it's funny looking back on these pictures now, like, wow, that is a long time ago, and I feel really old. <laughs> and I'm only 33 years old. Like, really? I mean, let's let's call it what it is. We're here because we were old enough to remember the studios, but not old enough to die yet. Right? That's that's why we are here. And I <laughs> Now they talk about Nickelodeon. I'm like, oh yeah, what about this? And they just look at me like, what? What do you mean, Doug? Who's okay. that? I'm like, what? I... I I'm like, you guys are nine, ten, eleven years old. Whoops, I forgot that you guys were that young. Yeah. I love that because I also work with kids, and I'll bring up stuff, and I'll say something, and the kids are like, "What are you talking about? That's not on Nickelodeon." I'm like, <laughs> right, get out of my face. Like. <laughs> like Oh gosh! So, where I, I work, um, I don't work in a school setting, but it's 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 a it's a uh, it is a uh, uh-huh. nonprofit that deals with youth, and uh, I we do games a lot. And I was like, you know what's perfect for this? Since we we have we have like this educational program, but to make mm-hmm. it fun, Double Dare. So I do I play well not yeah. now due to COVID, but for the for the for a few years there, I played Double Dare. And it was the first time they'd ever heard of it. They had no idea what it was. And they loved the game. And they loved playing it. And then uh, a year or two ago, Double Dare got its Which revival like, on TV right now. I I, I personally enjoy it. Um, I, I think it fits the new generation. Um, I mean, it's not Double Dare 2000 I, bad, right? No, not that bad. No, and I'm just going to tell you, I also loved Double Dare. I just love Double Dare in general. Like, the concept of the show, it's my favorite Nickelodeon show. Um, But, like, uh, they were like, oh, this is that game we play. And I'm like, I know it is. I told you it was based on a TV show. And they're like, we thought you made it up. And I'm like, I wish I made it (laughs) up. I would be so rich. (laughs) I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. So it's funny that you bring that up because Jackie and I... um, we used to run an internship at a radio station and we used to like as a bonding thing with the interns would play double dare so like 15 years ago it was great because these are all college kids who grew up on double Mm -hmm. dare and i i i I knew i knew that we had crossed the threshold into a new generation when we told them we're like usually we say we're gonna play double dare and they'd all get excited and be like oh my god double dare and when we said it and we got nothing but blank stares (laughs) and i and they and they said what's double dare and i went oh no and I don't have the wherewithal or the patience to create another game, so this is just what we're going to do. Oh, no. <laughs> so, when, with the kids I work, worked with, uh, we have played Double Dare. We played a version Ooh. of Finders Keepers. And, yes, and then we played Ooh. a version of Figure okay. It Out. I'm taking notes for Bill Day. Uh, taking notes. At, it's, I'm telling you, and if you, if you, I'm telling you, Double Dare right now, if you want to hammer in concepts, Double Dare is what to do. And I can, I, I will message you all the stuff. Oh, yes, please. All the games planned. They are not, they're, they're messy, but they're not like slime and pie water messy. They're like, oh, we got to pick up hey. the paper messy. <laughs> I'm all um, messy. So I'll send all that to you. These games work really good in the educational setting. Um. But uh, it's it's so fun to like play these games, and then every once in a while, I'll get to like we'll finish the game early, and we'll have some time left over, and so we'll watch an episode of those shows on YouTube, and these and the kids are like, "This is so much fun! Why is this on?" I don't know. 
Don't ask me. I, I don't have that kind of knowledge. It's all SpongeBob 24 7. That's why. <laughs> it is. Although, I do, too, I do but, enjoy some you know, SpongeBob. Throw in, throw us a bone. We need diversity you know? in our program. Do a throwback Thursday every once in a while. Something. <laughs> right. Give me some all real monsters to cat dog. <laughs> Well, that's just TV in general, because I know when they do, what is it, Nick Rewind on Teen Nick, like, after midnight, at first, it, yeah, yeah, right? Like, I remember thinking, oh, this is going to be great, and then it's like, I like Rugrats, but I'm, if I'm going to sit here at midnight to turn on television, I don't want Rugrats for four hours, like, mix, mix it up, but it's like, if you turn on True TV, they might as well just call it the Impractical Jokers (laughs) channel, because it's the only thing that's ever on there. That's so true. I I can tell you, I got so mad when I started watching Nick Rewind because I was was like, oh, okay, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm like, okay, Rugrats tonight. Hey, Arnold, Doug, great. Okay. Rugrats again, okay. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm like, right. Can I get Rocco? Can I get Wild Thornberries? I'm just. I'm waiting. Yeah, that was disappointing. Like, I, um, I was watching it one night, my aunt yeah. Watson. She goes, Are you watching Hey Arnold? I said, Yeah. And she goes, They're playing it on TV? I said, Yeah. And she goes, Oh, I haven't seen that show in a while. And she left. And I was like, Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, she, I, we, I, we forced her, my cousin and I forced her to watch all these shows. So she was right. surprised that I was watching it still. It was, you know, one of those times, you know, decompressed. 90s was a simpler time. Yeah. I wasn't an adult. So, <laughs> you know, bills and, you know, things and COVID and all that. The but only it, bill we worried about was building another time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that's uh, also like a really good point about like why Nickelodeon was so cool and like why it was such a big deal to go to the studios overall. It's like, you're at home every day. You're watching the mm-hmm. studios after every show. You're like, whatever was, record- was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios Florida. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm at Universal Studios Florida. And before I even get to my memories of it, I, I have to ask. If you, if you ever go back on YouTube and watch the episodes of some of those game shows, and you can stream all, like, the cartoons and shows. I know on CBS All, all Access, they have, like, tons of mm-hmm. these Nickelodeon stuff. Um, <gasps> including the entire series of Are You Afraid of the That's on CBS All Access? Uh, yeah, I'm telling really? you. It is on CBS Oh, all man. Access. Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, on All Access, there's Rugrats, Hey Arnold. Oh, man. Cat Dog. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? All that. You just changed and ruined my week. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. There, there's a lot of them. On uh, it's Hulu and Ooh, All Access yes. are the two where you're uh, gonna Hulu, get everything, yes. and then you can follow the game shows. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but uh, do you guys remember on the game shows when they <laughs> give away the grand prize, and it would be a trip to Nickelodeon yes. Universal Studios Florida? <laughs> I was always the kid. I was like, at Universal Studios Florida. Why would you want (laughs) to? Congratulations, you get to go. If it wasn't that, it was like a bike. (laughs) And it was all and Space Camp. They always went to Space Camp. <laughs> but like we we went we we saw a taping of The Price is Right. We were lucky enough to do that a couple of years ago. But we're out there in California, and they're like, you know, uh, when when they unveil the prize that you're playing for, they're like, a fully paid trip to Hollywood, California. And I'm like, we're already here. <laughs> we're already here. <laughs> see, like that's why I always felt bad for the kid because like you, if you go back and watch, you can see some of the kids like be like. <laughs> This, that's it. I'm oh already goodness. here. I was like, I, they're like, I'm on the show. I want to be on. What do you want me to do? Right. I've already broke jobs. Because that was always hard, right? <laughs> right. They're like, okay, I'm st- I'm already right. here. I already broke King Kong. And, I don't know what uh, you want me to do. One? It wasn't disaster back then. It was um, earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah, they're like, I've already done earthquake Kong and. Jaws. <laughs> what do you want me to do? It like, was it's horrible. such a bad prize. I mean, like, it's cool, but like, 
taking a trip to where you are. And they, they never show the parents' reaction like, oh good, I, I, I spent three grand so that my kid could win a $27 talk boy. This is awesome. <laughs> They're like, great, so they got buy a set of board games. And, and oh good, I get to spend another $2,400 so they can go to space camp. For free. I, <laughs> I always, I always like when they're like, they give. Sometimes they give away stuff that's like not cool to a kid. They're like, a VCR. Uh, I have one of like, those already. All right. <laughs> it's so funny. So I, I actually went back and watched the episode Double Dare Two Thousand, and one of the big prizes oh was a DVD player, and it's so funny because like the parents and the kids were like, oh my gosh, we don't have one of those yet. And now I'm sitting here, I'm like. I don't even know. I, was like, I, I still have, know if I have a DVD player in my house anymore. <laughs> Let alone you have a Blu-ray DVD player. My uncle has it. <laughs> I just, uh, I just think, I just thought, I just think it's funny to go back and like see some of the prizes they give. It's, it's great. They're great. <laughs> no, but thank you for sharing your memories of Nickelodeon Studios. Okay, so for me, I my first trip was in '89. Because <laughs> I am a youngster, um, by you know, comparison to other people who visit the studios. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, my first trip was in '99. I was about five, oh my five. goodness! And I, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, and then my second trip was in I think 2002 or three. It was closer to when the studios were about to close. Um, <clears throat> Now, on my first trip, uh, I never got to do the tour on either one, uh, because on the second, the first trip, my parents were like, "I'm not taking him in there. He's gonna crap his pants, and then we're just gonna like be stuck in here." No, um, so I got to stay outside. Um, and then on the second trip, there was no more tour. Oh wow! It was just the game lab. You got to go in and play in the game lab. Like that—that that was the end. Like the end was the game lab on the tour well there was no tour the second time I went it was just the game lab <clears throat> so for me I still had the same feelings because I'd watch all these shows um, every day after school and I'd watch Nickelodeon and they'd be you know filming the shows there and so I'd get to go and, you know we got to go it was so exciting to call the pictures and so what I remember most is not the stuff inside but it's all the stuff outside and all the stuff outside was mm-hmm. first and foremost the slime geyser because it was in all the ending credits and it was the coolest thing in the world to me uh, <laughs> excuse me I burped oh no um, exactly <laughs> um, <laughs> but we saw that uh, you see the slime geyser and then my favorite thing is that there was because I have it in a picture and I distinctly remember it there was an area called the splat zone where like when the guys went off, it'd say you get slime. And I stood there while my family would go through the tour or the game lab or whatever they were doing, um, depending on the trip. I would stand there because my goal was to get <laughs> slimed by that slime geyser. And um, yep. I now realize that it was just green water and uh, <laughs> not the same. Uh, <laughs> I also realized uh, and like I was the disappointment that hit me when I realized that this slime geyser, this splat zone <laughs> air quotes that you listeners can't see, is not gonna it's nothing. Like it just barely even get out of the thing yep. and maybe like splat the top of your shoe. You get just like that much <laughs> the disappointment I had. And I, I stood I'm telling you, like my family would go by rides and my grandma would stay there with me. <laughs> Because I was so determined for that geyser to slime me. It was, it was it did, that it was, was more like a green mist. It was okay. like being in Return of the Living Dead. Because <laughs> you know, it's even, it they was, made it look like you know this whole thing was like bubbling over. Like you look at the end credits, you get through like that's it. Yeah. That's... <laughs> like, and like it was, it was still cool. You know, it made the it made yeah. that you can't do that on television like sound and all that stuff. And it had like bells and whistles and all, you know all the fun stuff. Like it was still cool, but like it just it, it's it's like you can tell after yeah. you visit, you're like oh so they like really pump it up for TV and make it actually spray then. But when we're right. here, not as cool. <laughs> um, 
because like they, they made it look like them those like water mm-hmm. cannons at like a water park when you're <laughs> going around and it just it was not that um but then outside there were all these uh yes butter ops and i loved them because they, they were all like those and like disney and universal like that was a big thing for them at the you know back in those days where those like car like not frames. cardboard that's not a yeah, like it was the, like a foam core yeah, board. Something yeah, that like, something that could withstand that humidity. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, there was one that was Nick Jr. And it was like Binya Binya from Gullah Gullah mm-hmm. Island and Blue's Blue's and Allegra's Window and all that. And I have a picture with that uh-huh. one. There's yeah. one with like all the Nick Tunes with like the Angry Beavers and Cat Dog and uh, the Rugrats and Arnold and all that. Um and then there was one that was specifically my favorite and it was a double dare one where it, all it said was the words double dare and it had a yellow pipe with slime coming out of it so it looked like you were getting like slime air quotes and I thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing in the world <laughs> just because I loved double yeah, dare yeah my so aunt was much. baking the and pictures like, even at the time she's like you two girls are going to take a picture in front of me and we're both like oh, we don't want to take another picture no just humor me humor me take a picture take a picture in front of this <laughs> and we're both like done we're tired we just you know because we didn't have cell phones back then you had a you know a camera so you go up to the picture okay now you two girls smile like smile okay girl smile right i found pictures like none of them turned out good i was like ooh, what was what were we thinking (laughs) oh my goodness yep and like our hair we had it (laughs) and all cute stuff by the at the end of the other pictures we looked busted i was like what (laughs) <laughs> we had to do the same we had to do the same thing and then mm. when we did it it was the original like lineup of Nicktoons so you had the Rugrats oh. but you had you had Doug and Patty um I I think Ren and Stimpy were there too and it was like this like my mom had the disposable Kodak yep. camera so she take the picture and then you and you could hear it from a yeah. quarter mile away <laughs> and she was winding it yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you just take another and it's it's 111 degrees yeah. <laughs> because there's no shade here <laughs> we have a picture so my mom took a ton of pictures of my sister on the tour and so there's a picture of her like by the bathroom sign that says women and it's slime and I talked to my sister and she was like I remember this picture I remember being embarrassed because like all these other kids are walking by and mom's like, stand by the bathroom, stand by the bathroom. And she's like, I thought everybody thought I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. It's just funny and I looking, was watching the progression of pictures, you know, uh, then, I'm black. So like you see like the beginning, and as the day goes further on, I get darker and darker and darker. Because it's so, you know, <laughs> and my, my hair is all like yeah. tossed around because, you know, my aunt's like, she braided it before. She's like, I'm not doing your hair. So just, Oh, but it's hilarious thinking about that now. I was like, wow. Can you imagine? Like, influencers, if they're around, <laughs> there's like, another. Can you imagine, like, how that would work. I knew that. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need a picture for Instagram. <laughs> could you imagine oh influencers God. in front of Nickelodeon? Studios? I could see them doing it now because it's like it's like a YOLO thing. Oh. And I, I just have to be there. And I, I, it's like, you can't wait to get there and throw 11 filters on yourself. And it doesn't, now you don't even know where you are. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're like, I thought the Nickelodeon logo was orange. Why is it purple? <laughs> oh my gosh. They, they, they get there. They're like, oh, look at me. I'm in my whatever inspired outfit like, here at Nickelodeon Studio. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I just threw a peace sign as soon as I started saying that. I was like, because I know they're throwing up a peace signer. Meanwhile, if you ask them, they, they think Mark Summers is a designer who sells clothes at Target. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Mark Summers collection. Yes, I forgot about that. It's, 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 <laughs> oh, well done. The well done. That's a deep cut. That I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> Right. Look, if he's on a show, I just trust it. He, he just he, he he just has my trust. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's another picture of my sister, and like we're talking about, it's, it's Florida, so it is 117 billion degrees, and my sister's laying oh. on the the black concrete, the flat zone black concrete, <laughs> the geyser. And all I can think of is 
Oh. One, gross. She's on the ground of Universal Studios. <laughs> Two, I know this was summer because I remember the trip and I feel so <laughs> awful for her burnt off skin that I'm sure it was still on the ground when she got up. And <laughs> I, just, I just felt so bad for her. I have to post these pictures. They're great. Um, it was. But gosh, like, it was just such it was just such a time. Like, it was so exciting to go there. Even if it wasn't a ride, mm-hmm. it was cool that you still get to learn about production and, like, directors and ed- editing and makeup and hair and all the stuff and gack and goos and slime and whatever else there was. Um... I just think it's... I just think it was a really fun attraction in general. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was strangely educational that you just didn't expect. Right. But as a kid, you obviously didn't realize that. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just think it was a really fun time, but a lot of my memories come from outside the studios. Ooh, I do remember. I saw them setting up one show and I flipped my lid. I was so excited. It was my favorite yeah. show. I watched it every day. Yeah, I remember that show one. called Slime Time Live. It was a, yep, Slime Time Live and they were setting it up and yes. it was the TRL for, for kids. Um, <laughs> and they were setting it up because they recorded every day. And I saw the set and in my little child brain, I'm like, I see the set. So that means I'm going to be on the show. That's just how it works. That's how it works. I'm going to be in the audience and they're going to pick me. And that's just how it works. No, no, um, no. That is not how it works. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, 10 year old me was like, yep this is how it works I'm gonna be on and this is gonna be it and <laughs> and I just like I was so convinced because that that was my favorite show because mm-hmm. you know it like combined all like the best of the game shows so they have like double dare like challenges and like legends like challenges and all kinds of stuff it was just messy and you know as a kid you're like yep <laughs> Nickelodeon slime messy this is what it is I'm just ready um so you know uh I guess it ends with both of my times in Nickelodeon Studios with my heart being crushed. One, by the slime geyser, and two, <laughs> by realizing that's not how production and television work as it's as, Right, as and child. what's funny is I went <laughs> I back in, this what, 2015, because it was, it was a long time in between trips, so I was, a, you know, a, a grown adult. Oh, I want to go back so bad. And we went, you know, Universal Islands, and we did the whole thing, and we, we walked past the old studio, and I got a little upset. I was like, oh, it's not here anymore. <laughs> It's the it's the Blue Man Group. It's no. not even it's not even considered like, part this? of the park anymore. Like, oh, this is not okay. My, it, and then you know my younger cousin had a sister, so she's confused on what's going on. She's like, "What are you guys upset about?" We're both like, "It's not here." And she's you know at the time she was like fourteen, so she's like, "What are you guys upset about?" We're like, "It's not here. It's gone." There's no more studio. There's no more slime. There's no more. And I had to keep going. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Yep, I was like, okay. You gotta let's like go. pull yourself away from let's your tears. You're let's like, go. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's, let's go, let's go ride the side of the It does. <laughs> it does. I, re- I remember the first time I saw it um, in its current horrific blue state um i i we we were we were at margaritaville at city walk and after having a liquid dinner i was feeling very brave and 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 i decided as if it was going to help to to um holler my displeasure at the building um and I got very creative, um, but, but, but jo- joking aside, and then that really did happen. But joking aside, e- explain Why? this. You told me you'd explain it all. Explain this. But, but joke. <laughs> Here, here's what. Just walk up to the door. Well, and here's here's what really kind of sucks about it, other than the fact that it's gone, is they literally slapped paint on it and they did nothing else. Like, you would have thought that... Because if it would have been Disney, Disney would have done a total uh-huh. facelift on the facade. They did literally nothing, nothing but, yeah. but put those three ridiculous blue faces <laughs> where my splat should be. And that's it. Yeah. It's literally still it's the exact same yeah. shape as the studio. Like... Uh, yeah. It, meanwhile, it's like I can see the zigzags and the and the leopard print and all that. You know that like it was so '90s with just like pink shapes. You know, squares yeah. and the 
ridiculous. The paint of that building was ridiculous. There was cow print Just and like said, zigzags and slime All green and crazy orange stuff. splat and yeah, but you know what though? It, it, it did, but like what else like that's what you wanted as a kid, right? Didn't it feel like the most special place on earth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt like kids built it. It really truly did. It felt like kids were like, yep, so this is our designing phase, and uh, here you go. Basically. Go ahead and build that. And they just didn't And I almost feel bad to say it, um, because like I loved the old MGM studios and taking the tour, like I miss taking mm-hmm. the, the back lot tour at, at studios. But but in spite of the fact that yeah. the tour at Nickelodeon Studios was like the most produced thing of all time, because if you watch home videos from nineteen eighty nine and home videos from nineteen ninety six, it is literally the same spiel word for word. Mm-hmm. But there was but but there was something about it where it felt more authentic. It felt more genuine. Yes. I don't know if it was just that they were picking the right, uh, <clears throat> you know, for lack of a better term, cast member or what it was, but it was edutainment at its mm-hmm. finest. And it, it just felt very, it felt very genuine. It didn't feel rehearsed. No, it didn't. If, no, it felt like, it felt like the people who mm-hmm. were, who were in those roles, it felt like they wanted to be in those ro- roles, even if they didn't. They very much convinced us as kids that, you know, I like Nickelodeon just as much as you do, and this is so cool. We're going to get to, you know, we're going to see Slime and Gak and your favorite TV shows and all the fun things you want to see. By the way, Gak? Yeah. That was a a street term for um, heroin, and um, that's why they stopped using it And uh, in the 2000s, Mm -hmm. because I remember. Yes. Because they used to do, they used to have the toy Gak, right? And then I remember when they switched it over, because I went to the store, and uh, I was like, what's that? It looks like Gak. It wasn't. It was called Goose now. And I'm like, oh, now that I'm, you know, that I'm older, I know that I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, no. And I also got that That's stuff stuck I in my hair once it. and had to get it cut out. Yeah. hurt a lot. My mother was, my mother was like, <laughs> my mother was like, not on my carpet. Nope. Never. <laughs> it's because I was like, oh, you know, they dumped the, the goose and the no. slime on kids on TV. Not my <laughs> so That's what it's for. And then it got stuck in my hair, and my yes. mom was in there trying to rip it out of my hair. So my, like, I pay too much for ball. your hair. Uh uh-uh. uh, you're not getting that messed up. No, ma'am, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I mean, it's it's so it's so crazy how like, but like the logic was there for me as a kid. It just you know really backfired on me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, like it, it really did feel like like those people were there to have fun with you. They wanted you to learn about Nickelodeon. They wanted it to be this really fun, exciting experience. And the tour was mm-hmm. basically bringing the channel to life. And I fully agree with that. Um, before we uh, move on to plugs and stuff, I do have some questions. Uh, we'll, we'll just go one by one. Sean, uh, what were some of your favorite shows um, from Nickelodeon? It could be either made of the studios or... Uh, in terms of the Nicktoons, I uh, loved Rugrat. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. I think Rocco's Modern Life is still funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I... It is. Right. Rocco's Modern Life got me yeah. the beef yeah, 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 yeah. because they um, it, with in terms of your more sitcom stuff, like I said, my brother and me was kind of short lived, but I think it's an underrated show. I, I actually think yeah. it was it was so good. It was yeah. so good. Um, and I I still laugh at Salute Your yeah. Shorts. And to me, like, it's it's like that holds up. Hey, dude, holds uh-huh. up. Um, let me see what else. Uh, but I think I mean really there and uh, Clarissa, of course. But I think their their bread and butter were their game shows. Um, Double Dare to me, other than The Price Is Right, I think is the greatest game show of all time. Um, mm-hmm. I I almost equally loved What Would You Do yeah. to the point where I I actually around the same time we went uh, to the studios. In fact, I think it was the year before. Um, what would you do? What 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 would you That's okay. They Sorry, did they did a stadium tour <laughs> and they came to Nassau Coliseum and my mother took my brother and I Mark Summers was there. He did a summer tour with What Would You Do and they went and did like 
they did like a 90 minute ep- they never made television but it was like a, a 90 minute live show where you could win your way to get the coin and and open the doors Whoa. um yeah it, but i know about that one yeah that's so yeah funny. I knew about the double dare tour but i never knew about that because the the double dare tour actually happened again um, a couple years ago when I really wanted to go but I was also like maybe I shouldn't go as a grown man to the Double Dare tour as much as I want to you would have been the youngest person be there because we were gonna go but the, t- um, the tickets were like $175 each nope. I'm so expensive and that's not even a guarantee that you get to play anything or any anything so I'm just like I mean I live in Indiana and Mark Summers lives he, he grew up in Indianapolis <laughs> so I'm just gonna go up there and be like hello Hello. Can I just get an autograph and then I'll leave you alone? And uh, okay. one, uh, two, two other ones that people forget about. Nick Arcade. People forget oh, about yes. Nick Arcade. Okay. I was just talking to people about this. Right now is the time that Nick Arcade would make a great game show because uh-huh. now we have the technology to yeah. do what they were trying to do back then. We have the VR, and it would it would be so good. Yeah. Nick Arcade would be so good right now, other than that blue screen. Because like on YouTube, you could see it how they did it, and it was just blue screen. And they're like, throw it at this, throw it at this, you hit this, and the kids didn't see anything on the screen. They were just right. To people you know, they, I don't think they even had that screen out. like off camera, like a weatherman has, where you can like see what you're right. doing. Um, and the other one that um, I think hardly anybody remembers it was Wild and Crazy yes. Kids, which was yes. Shout I mean, it was basic. I love that one. Yes, I mean, it was. It was. They kind of just took a video camera out to field day. It was really all they did, but it was so. It was so good, though. They really did. But I think that I think that I think that was the beauty of a lot of those kind of shows, where it's like these are things that real kids can do. Like, it, a lot of the shows were like, these are things that kids either pretend or can do <laughs> or do do. But we just do do. <laughs> but we just are doing it on a grander scale. Double dare. Any kid can make up a silly game and then an obstacle course and, like, make a mess. But we're doing it on a grander scale. Same with, like, Wild and Crazy Kids. These are games you can do, but we're just making them a little bit crazier. But my favorite one is when they go on Colossus at Six Flags in California before it changed um, and they're basically like hold a cup of water and don't let it spill out of this giant wooden roller coaster that's like, awesome alright okay <laughs> but I think yeah those were those were at the very top of the list some of them done at that studio others not but uh, yeah that was definitely that was the dog uh, but yeah defi- <laughs> definitely uh, those were my those were definitely my favorites <laughs> oh my goodness Fantastic. wow and then Brittany, what about you? Um, Nick Tunes Twice, I loved Angry Beavers, Avril Monsters, Doug, of course, Rugrats, of course, especially when Susie came along. I was like, yes, represents. Yes, I agree with that. Nickelodeon Doug is better than Disney Doug, and that's just a fact. They I won't even watch Disney Doug. It went to hell with the comb over. Yeah. Can't do it. When they did that, I was like, why? They should have left that alone. But no. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. And Brandon Snoopy, too. Even though, like, the humor was, like, really adult, it kind of, looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, that was really, Rocco's, too. Like, wow, this is really, really funny. But as a kid, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I Ren and Simpy was the only one I wasn't allowed to watch on Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, I, I did too. I did too. <laughs> but Rocka was fine. So, like, was but, you know, my mom had so, you know, my mom at the same time, too. So I kind um. of got the best of both worlds. So, like, my mom's like, oh, she didn't care. She's like, oh, you're good. I'm like, I'm six. But okay, mom. Sure. Watch this. Sure. <laughs> sure, mom. I'll, I'll Questionable parenting that. choices, but all right. Why are you watching? I'm so happy with it. TV. Why are you watching that? I don't know. My mom put it on. I don't know. <laughs> like, they should rest in peace, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I was a kid. <laughs> um, trying to think. You know, Double Deer was a good one. Legends was a huge one for me. It kind of freaked me out when they did the last challenge and the guards would come Love out. Kind of engulf the kids a little bit that used to freak me out a little bit 
Because I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> we're gonna get him, take him away. Literally. I watched an, uh, an interview with the host of that show, and he said that one episode, yeah. a, a guard came out of the, the, the pit, oh, no. the big pit, and scared <laughs> this girl so bad she threw up that they had to remove everything, clean it, and their normal, like, three-hour, oh, three no. or four-hour taping of that show turned into, like, a six-hour taping because they had to deep oh, clean no. that and then give the kids another chance to do Oh, no. <laughs> because they couldn't as they the as they failed to assemble the shrine of the silver monkey which was literally an abdomen a head and a foot i don't know how they couldn't figure it out it's like how and they never got it like, it was three parts that? Like, I don't know. the, 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 like, the feet go on the top right <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's sure they do, girl. <laughs> what yes. yes. Love Cousin Skeeter because it had it had the guy from Even Stevens. Yeah. Um, also, the dad from That So Raven is in it, and I completely forgot about that until, yeah, but until that was, I watched an episode a couple those days were ago. A lot. We fought, my cousin and I fought and I over like, the TV a lot, especially because she was younger <laughs> than I was. So when she, you know, Nick Jr. was really beginning, so Blues Clues and all that, she made me sit through that. Mm-hmm. But I like the first Joe better, the other two mm-hmm. can go somewhere. But if I sat there and watched that, but, you know, <laughs> I like the first. Steve, not Joe. Steve. See? The new guy. Yeah, Steve, and then there was Joe, and then there's the new guy. Apparently, people really like it. But I'm also sitting there, and I'm like, I'm also not watching Blue's Clues at this age. (laughs) It's cool, but not for me. But yeah, I'm glad you like them, though. That's great. A lot of Um, memories. So I'm glad this came up, because I'm sitting here thinking, like, wow, I watched a lot of TV. <laughs> you don't realize yeah. it until you really sit there and you yeah, think, wow, and like, all that, yeah. Of show. And then at night, my mom. Of show. Snick. Do you turn it off? I love Snick. Like, oh, I don't want to watch Mary and Tower Moore show anymore. <laughs> Snick. Do you got? Do you remember um, the original Snick lineup? Do you remember Roundhouse? Yes, I do remember Roundhouse. Oh my gosh, I talk about this show all the time. It's so good. I liked it's it a little bit so better than that's, that. And its theme song is amazing. Yeah, I, I think so. You know why? Because I think Roundhouse Roundhouse was funny, but I think it, it, it took itself a little bit more seriously than all that. All that was great. But there were some times where even as a kid, all that was just too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a show that I would be interested to see if they could do a reboot of. Yeah. That would be a really interesting yes. reboot. I... I think I think shows that they could do a reboot of right now are Roundhouse, uh, Nick Arcade, like I said before, um, I, and mm-hmm. I also think that uh, you can't do that on television would do good now too. Uh, if you go back and you rewatch, you're like, wow, you really could not do some of that stuff on television nowadays. But I feel like I feel like Nick could pull it off in today's society where yeah. it's not as questionable. Um, <laughs> But I, I still I still think those are I think those are shows that could do really well right now. Yeah. Especially just like with with the kids I work with and that kind of demographic. Um I just think they're shows that would do really well. Um, and I didn't like I also think Guts would do really well with the reboot, but it had one. It already had one. Um I didn't I didn't enjoy it either. Um Guts and figured out both had no. reboots that happened. The all and, that uh, they just kinda didn't iffy do too. too. <clears throat> um it is. It's kind of iffy, but um, I mean, I, I think I think it's all right. I think I think they're doing a lot of cool, like representational stuff. But other than that, I feel like the show yeah, itself is not fantastic. I don't hear any of my kids talking about it. Um, <clears throat> and that that's one of the things I'm like, because my kids they were talking about Double Dare. They were like, "Did you see that girl get slimed last night on Double Dare? Did you see her fall over?" <laughs> right. And I'm like. Yeah, sure I did. I did. I've seen it thirty <laughs> times already, kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in my when the, when the when the game of skill was was throw a cream pie at your parents and they have to catch it in the oversized pants with the suspenders. <laughs> so really, uh, fun fact: my twenty first birthday 
was a double dare themed party and i spent Omar, almost over a thousand dollars on this party not all together at once it was like over the course of many months um but like it, it we played full-on double there like i had a full obstacle course i had gallons of slime pies like everything because i was like this is my 21st this is like this is gonna be my last big party and i want to make it as ridiculous either. as possible because i'm not i'm not somebody i'm not like a partier i don't go out and like drink and do all that stuff that's just not me and so i was like you know what let's do the most man i might steal that, that I can. my 35th that's smart <laughs> and it was fantastic it was so, it was so much fun it was so much fun and uh the only reason it was expensive was like i bought like kiddie pools and stuff to hold stuff and like food in bulk like it wasn't like it wasn't like uh it, a lot of the stuff's pretty cheap it's just i bought a lot of it to make this a very big deal which you could buy smaller amounts and make it just as fun um but uh some of my favorite shows Nicktoon wise, I really yes. loved uh, Rugrats. I was big on Wild Thornberries and Rocket Power and Rocco. Um, uh, really yeah, loved that was a good uh, show. Angry Beavers as well. And then uh, there was some uh, there were some cartoons that were not Nicktoons that I really enjoyed, and they, they were reruns. But oh, to me, yeah. I, I, I loved that. Inspector Gadget. That's oh, still one of my Gadget. favorite shows. Yes. And yep. Tiny Toons used to be on Nickelodeon. Loved Tiny Toons on. Um, and then uh, uh I, I was just about on. to. I was like, what was that show? It. Had it was a Kablam! Nobody ever talks about action. Kablam. Kablam! See? Yes. Yeah, Kablam! I loved Kablam. Um, and then uh, sitcoms-wise, uh, I really enjoyed Cousin Skeeter. Um, are You Afraid of the Dark, which isn't really a sitcom, but, you know, I don't know what else to lump it into. Uh, loved Roundhouse, loved all that, loved Clarissa. Um, also, yes. really, and a lot of people forget mm-hmm. about the show, I really liked the mystery files of Shelby Woo. Because yeah, I just, cool. I've always liked detective shows, and I just thought it was cool that yes, she was a detective. Yes, her too. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was Alex Mack, which I also enjoyed. Um, and Animorphs had a show on Nickelodeon. And uh, the only reason the only reason I remember it is because I never saw an episode because oh, the no. theme song scared me so bad that I would turn it off and not watch it. And uh, I can't tell you anything about it. I know the books. I know that they have weird covers. Um, didn't read the books either because they also creeped me out. I don't know what it was. I just that series. I didn't care if it was on TV or a book. I just hated it. Mm-hmm. It freaked me out. Yeah. Um, but I also really yes. enjoyed Gullah Gullah Island. And Allegra's window. Oh, Eureka's and, castle. Uh, I never. Oh, saw you it. missed out. You missed way. out. But I knew. Oh. About yep. It. My Eureka's castle didn't have a lot of reruns for me. Um, and it. Uh, so so for me growing up, I didn't get to see Eureka's castle, but a lot of the other shows had reruns that went on until, uh, you know, like uh, early to yeah early two thousands. Like a lot of like the earlier 90s shows and some of the late 80s shows had reruns up until the uh, late to the or early 2000s and a lot of people are like how did you see that show and I'm like because it was just on TV for me <laughs> it, just, it was on like you can't you I remember like really <laughs> early in the morning like if you were if you were up at 6 in the morning and you turn on I think they had a block of Nickelodeon that would come on before it was considered Nick Jr. it was like this weird hour yeah. in between and do you remember Mr. Wizard? Vaguely. Yeah. Okay, it was like Bill like Bill Nye before there was Bill Nye. It yeah. was like if Bill Very Nye good. met Mr. Rogers and was on Quaaludes, <laughs> you had Mr. Wizard. <laughs> but but that's wow. what he was. That's what it was though. And I and and, and speaking of a fever dream, do you remember yes, Wienerville? I do. Yes. With Mark yes. Wiener, that was a that was a yes. wacky show. I mean, like even even for Nickelodeon, even for Nickelodeon standards, that, that was, was off was the a deep end. Strange. I, I it agree. Was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. We'll get. We'll say it's different. It was fun. It was a puppet show. Like, but it was it was different. <laughs> um, but for game shows, for me, Double Dare is my number one, one hundred percent. 
Uh, I loved Figured Out. I loved Guts. I loved What Would You Do. I loved uh, Legends. Um, I liked Nick Arcade uh, and Slime Time Live. But like nothing beats Double Dare, Double Dare 2000. I don't care. Whatever iteration it's in, I enjoyed the show. Uh, and like I agree with you. I think it's. I think it is one of the best game shows mm-hmm. ever made because it's simple enough that anybody could play it. But it's. It, it, it's 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 always different and complex enough and challenging enough that you want to continue to watch it. Um, so you know that's that's what it is for me. Um, there's also another game show that I did not watch, but I know it existed, and I saw it and I watched it and I, I looked at it and I, I watched it again, and I don't understand how it was on TV. I don't so long, remember. So that I looked one. up its thing, its runtime, and it was. I vaguely remember it. It, it, Malley. It, Michael Malley. Yeah. It had the host from Guts. Cause yeah, it was Michael Malley and he hosted it before he hosted Guts. And basically it was a show where they answered trivia questions and if they got the questions right, it they got to like unlock a piece of like a giant connect the dots. And uh it's just not that it must entertaining. Not be that but apparently it got right. two seasons and had many long reruns. It, if you go up on YouTube and look up Get the Picture, you will watch an episode, and then you will wish you wow. had not watched an episode. Um, because it's boring. <laughs> huh. I've never seen a more boring game show than that. Oh, wow, that's honest. saying something, Jeopardy. Because even Jeopardy is more exciting than Get the Picture. <laughs> and, I know, and they, they really try, they try to make it exciting, but I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like... <laughs> Man, this is, this is stupid. <laughs> Who wants to play big connect the dots? Like, I don't want to answer questions to connect the dots. And they're like, they'll ask the kids, like, do you have any idea what it is? And it's like this red screen with white lines. They're like, I don't know. Is it a square? Well, that and that's why they ended up with like three different versions of Double Dare, like in its prime between regular Double Dare, Family oh, yeah. Double Dare, Super Sloppy Double Dare. They just like were just like just keep paying Mark Summers because obviously we're we're a hundred percent with him and we're at best fifty fifty with Michael Malley. Yeah, I liked her though. She was good. Throw Summer Sanders in there for figure it out and. No, no, I, I loved her. I, th- I think right. she was a good host, but I, I, I think you're like, and we'll just sprinkle her. So I think, I, my opinion, <laughs> so I liked her as a host more than I liked that show. Yeah. I agree. Um, I did I did like watching Lori oh, Beth yeah. um, yes. crush the, the dreams of children every day by figuring out the thing um, so quickly because <laughs> some of these kids would come in with some crazy stuff and she'd be like <laughs> so you invented yeah. uh, helicopter flip flops <laughs> and they're like I just, how did you how did they get that and she's like I don't know I, I think Lori Beth Denberg was like she was just, over I'm a lot of time. She, she was um, like really she's <laughs> like I'm sitting here doing this okay yeah uh Again, she's like, if I get slapped in the face with another, and then you had like on the far side of the desk, you had Danny Tamborelli, who is a good sport about it all the time. Yeah, and then he like, (laughs) they'd be like, oh, the slime's coming, and he like open his mouth and throw his head back and be like, what? And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't know what crack was. Like, no, he was on GAC. Yeah. Get it right? Yeah. He was on that GAC. You know, the new drug nowadays. Kids, you know. GAC. He really was. He really, he truly was. It, it was, it was a time. <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, is a awkward and great transition uh, to the very end of this episode. So uh, let's... Uh, head over to our plug section which was also a very bad transition because um, I don't know where to go from Crack Danny Timberelli. Um <laughs> Yes, well first off, thanks for having uh, ha- thanks for having me on. This was great to, to discuss all of this and, and relive all of it. Um, but you can basically find us everywhere at Monoreal Radio um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook TikTok um which TikTok? That's 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 a you want to talk about a, a weird place to be? Uh, it's like being it's like being on the dark web, man. That's a weird place to be. But we're there, um, and and uh, yeah. 
and, and, and we're on monorealradio.com that has links to the podcast. We're on all the different podcast forums and uh, all of the social media. Fantastic. And I want to go ahead and say I really highly recommend you listening to Monoreal. If you don't already, you need to. It's fantastic. It's genuinely one of the most entertaining and funny podcasts I've ever listened to. And I just, I, I genuinely, fully, thank you. Not we appreciate that. Stuff. I'm just so serious about it. It's so good. You're welcome. You deserve I'm, it. It's, I'm it's on a great social show. media on um, Twitter. I'm, and then, Brittany, do you I have to think my name book? for a second? Hold on. Uh, I T Z E underscore Brit 87 on Instagram. Um, my first name, B R I T T A N Y, period. A N N E, which is my middle name, 87. I'm on TikTok, the whole thing, you name it. My usernames are a variation of one of those two because I can't remember and I'm not going to change my username. So, because I went through a Britney Spears phase. So, anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Didn't we all? You're welcome. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I've had such a great time. And this has been so good. And I'm so happy that I finally got to do this episode. And I'm so happy I got to do it with you two. Because you two made it so much fun. Um, And then, uh, as for me, everybody, you can follow me on Twitter at at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96 and on TikTok at Dyslexic. And then you can listen to the Dyslexic Podcast every week. And that's going to bring us uh, to our outro. That's going to do it for us for this episode. If you like this episode, then you can check out all of Season 1 and 2 of Dyslexic and Season 1 of Ultimate Imagineer, my theme park-based design competition, which has been announced. Season 2 is coming in January 2021. And I still have, as of time of recording, two spots open for contestants. So if you think you have what it takes to win that competition and become the Ultimate Imagineer of next year, then uh, hit me up and DM me on uh, any of those social media platforms. Um, you can find all those shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. and so on, all major podcast platforms. Um, if you really, really like this episode, then you can share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. I greatly appreciate it. I work pretty hard on the show and I'd love it to get out to more people. Um, thank you all once again for joining us. Make sure you wash your hands wear your mask over your nose and mouth but again like i said last week you listen to dyslexic so i know you wear your mask correctly i don't even have to question you um because you have taste and smarts for listening to this um (laughs) and then make sure you're social distancing everybody and uh especially make sure you're doing that during this holiday season um and uh do you want to stay safe the best you can everybody and then have an amazing week and i will see you all next time bye everybody